You can think. Okay, ready? Wait. No, you have to do it with me. Okay, three, two, one, go. Our chief complaints. Do, 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 do. Can't touch this. You were supposed to sing with me. Rise and shine, pinchers. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, Connie Wang, and now we are back to regular programming. Jimmy is back to help me answer our chief complaints for today. Jimmy, how has uh, how has life been since not recording the last two chief complaints good. with us? I'd like to thank your guests that <laughs> for you picking up the slack. Uh, got to you know, pick up my slack. Yes, uh, because of them, you got to play pickleball more. Things have been good. I have played, well, we've played pickleball a couple times. That's uh, kind of our new thing, is yeah. pickleball. This is, we, we're going to go into our chief complaints. This is not my chief complaint for the week, but... Another complaint I have is that did you know that for whatever reason, pickleball, they make you bring your own net. Oh my god, pickleball is such a, like, okay, it's stupid. It's stupidly fun, but it's, like, stupid. You know why? Editing Connie here. You know what? I regret calling it stupid. That was that was a bit harsh. That was me in the past, you know, like an hour ago, but that was me in the past. I have evolved, and since then, I have calmed down. I don't think pickleball is stupid. But it is kind of stupid. So anyways, here's why. Because unlike all the other sports, you have to bring your own net to half of the course and you have to draw your own lines to half of the course. Isn't that so stupid? It I just is. Like, how are we supposed to? I just don't understand why this sport has to be so DIY. Okay. So my actual chief complaint. Not really. I guess like not even a complaint. Ellie. It's a chief heart attack. Yeah. We were at the dog park and there was this cute little plush spider toy that one of the other people brought in. Editing Connie here. Uh, I'm very talkative today, if you can't tell already, but I'm curious for you guys out there. Do your pets have like favorite types of toys? Like, do they have preferences? Because Ellie loves a good, small, fuzzy, round felt toy. That's like her favorite kind. And Ellie loves little plush toys. Describe her reaction to it the second she saw it. Oh, she just like ran. She was right immediately to it. Yeah, like, she, just like put it in her mouth and want to like do anything else, but like kind of nom on it she was obsessed with it and she's doesn't like to share with other dogs and then at a certain point her want to not share was like well i'm gonna put it the one place that no one else can get it and she decided to swallow this little plush spider eight legs and all said we could either take her to an urgent care or you're missing the funny parts of the story you frantically left the park and you were like gotta go bye guys gave her a little bit of hydrogen peroxide that the vet said to do always check with your vet before you do these things and then she uh borfed up a big old spider she threw up all over her bed so now she needs a new bed it was it was its time but okay so that's jimmy's chief complaint of the week my chief complaint of the week is oh my chief complaint of the week has to do with you because i brought you into this world of desperate housewives i've been loving desperate housewives you guys for the past month or so but my chief complaint is that jimmy complains that i can't watch it without him because now he's so transfixed by it but also half the time he doesn't want to watch it so do you see my problem like if it were up to me i would be binging that 24 7 i'd be watching it noon tonight every waking second that i have but Jimmy won't let me do that, and then he also won't let me watch it without him. So, all right. right anyways, the Pincher's chief complaint of the week is, Connie, can you give me some advice about how to follow up with a doc that you visited, but you decided you don't want to work for it? Like, what do you say and do? So I thought this was a really good question, primarily because this is actually something that I struggled with a couple months ago. Like I had to do like a little professional breakup of sorts 
Um, and it definitely is a little anxiety inducing because I feel like we all want to just like, you know, fall in love right away with the one place, not have to do anything messy with it and just, you know, like capiche, just like, you know, get it done with. But the fact of the matter is, if you're going to be interviewing with a lot of people and seeing a lot of offices, basically all of us, no matter like what medical specialty we are, we all have to do some sort of like professional breaking up at some point. Mm -hmm. So I thought this was a really good question. So I think my first piece of advice for this pinch here is, well, obviously be honest. Honesty is really important. But I think the biggest thing to help you mentally is that it's not your job to anticipate how they will react. I feel like a lot of times we're afraid to say no to things or turn down offers or like whatever because we're afraid we're going to disappoint them. Um, because obviously whenever someone offers you something, then they're hoping for the result that you will accept. And the thing is like... I feel like we spend so much time anticipating how other people react that it ends up actually being a waste of energy because, like, you never know. They might not even, like, take it that personally. They might be like, okay, sure, great, cool. I can I can find someone else. Mm -hmm. um, and I think also that, like, it's just always important to, like, it's very good that you recognize that you want to turn down this opportunity. I remember when I kind of realized that I wanted to turn down my opportunity, I felt a bit of, like, 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 I wanted to reject that feeling. I was like, no, 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 but, like, this person is, like, perfect. But ultimately, I ended up just, you know, well, f so, for example, for my reasoning, it was because I just had a gut feeling. I just wanted to pursue a different opportunity. And it just didn't really make sense to me because I'm like, on paper, this makes sense. But, like, my gut is telling me something else. And the thing is, like, your gut will really never steer you wrong. And that's a good point to mention to the person when you're saying, like, why you don't want to accept something editing Connie here I also want to say just like use your discretion like if you don't think it's really that deep with you know your little professional goodbye then don't feel like you have to be this deep this is just like me and my interactions I felt were deep but if you feel like it was like a five second interaction then just say thanks for the opportunity bye that's fine too just like use your discretion so let me walk you through how I did it so basically I call them up I think calling them up is really really helpful because it just shows kind of like you cared about them enough to give them a personal phone call. Mm -hmm. You're also, not hiding behind words on yeah, a screen. Also, yeah, an email, it's like a text message. These things can be misconstrued and they mm. could, they could, you know, one punctuation mark off and they <laughs> might be kind of a little thrown off by the whole thing. Are and you it, thinking of a recent punctuation situation? <laughs> people should just use appropriate punctuation when they're texting you. It's hard to know when people are mad over text. Yeah, we just uh, love exclamation marks over here. And yeah, no periods. Yeah, no periods. Just, yeah, no periods. Exclamation marks. Honestly, yeah. like, do what I, like, I alternate exclamation mark period because <laughs> I don't want to look too excited. Wait, have you seen that video where it's like a millennial trying to formulate an email? And it's like, hi there. And then it's like period. And they're like, no, 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 exclamation mark. I need to seem excited. And they're like, okay, the next sentence has to end in a period so that I don't seem manic. And then I'll finish off with an exclamation exactly. mark so I still seem excited. It, that is the most spot on thing I've ever read because I I don't know what it is. Like email etiquette it's tough. Is, is weird and you just have like too many different generations yeah. all working. Um, and you know what I hate the most about email though? What? Is like, uh, so like my email has James in the email, right? Uh -huh. But I go by Jim, obviously, okay. or, or Jimmy, mostly Jim at work because Jimmy the pharmacist is, I don't know, it just... I like that. 
I feel like it doesn't like I would scream love to hang out trust with... me. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just you, thinking. I I'm trust like, Jim I more out. than Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy's when, I, we, when I'm off. Did I actually tell you, Jimmy, at work? Um, when I was like, you know, my first day of work, I have to tell people my situation. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like engaged. I don't know why. Anytime I go into to a professional setting, Jimmy is always Jim. I'm like, yeah, my fiance Jim, because I think it makes me sound more adult. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy and Connie, we sound like we're five year olds. Yeah, but Jim and Connie, wait, Jim, Jim and Connie, Connie sound, sound like, like we're your eighty year olds. <laughs> so there's a big, big difference in there, um, and never Jim. But people, all, I feel like I send emails and it, like I sign at Jim at the bottom in my uh-huh. signature block, but they always come back and they're like, "Hello, James," and I'm like. Fuck you! Well, you're like I'm just trying to be a gym in this James I'm just world. Trying to be a gym? No, it just lets me know they totally didn't read the didn't whole read. email. Yep, yep. Did you ever? I remember in like the early 2000s when email was like okay. So I didn't have like AIM, but I used email a lot. I used to love personalizing my email signature because you could personalize like the fonts and the colors that you made your signature. Yeah. That was like my version. That was my first foray into like. That watch so Canva could run. People do that at work still. Really? They're that like, seems they're extra They're like, now. oh, I think I'm going to do my signature block in Comic Sans. And then you know to just so never trust anything that person says. Oh my god, imagine if I could leave, if I, imagine if I could personalize my notes in Dentrix. Like, my notes are so boring. They're like, did this, next visit, this. We can change fonts in Epic. We can't change and fonts in Dentrix. It kind of looks nice with different fonts. Yeah. Uh, but okay. it's like a lot of work. Anyways, we're getting very up. So now... Anyways, phone calls over email and text to break up in any situation. Professionally, personally. Yeah. And also, okay, so another thing. Jimmy and I were chatting about this topic before the episode. And we realized there are two really good kind of like excuses that you can use. Not excuses, but these are two reasonings that you can use that are genuine. And like no one can argue with. They can't be like, oh, I'll like increase your salary or I'll give you these more benefits or whatever. Is if you say that timing or gut feeling are like your reasoning because like no one can really argue with you if you say like the timing just isn't right for you for the situation that is like just so understandable and also gut feeling because the thing is as much as your maybe employer that's offering this opportunity as much as they want you to want it they also just want you to be happy and like even bigger than this the overarching theme is they want an employee that wants to be there so if you're not going to be happy or if you're going to accept this position but then regret it and be resentful then that's going to create an unhappy employee and they don't want that either so you might feel like you're disappointing them or hurting them by turning something down but if anything you're actually giving them a happier outcome if you pursue what would make you happier as well like that's the best way to do anything you will never regret making a decision that is aligned with what you genuinely want I would like to clarify on Connie's point. Probably not a good idea to specifically say, I have a gut feeling oh, I shouldn't no. work for you. No, I didn't uh, mean that. I know. But, I, well, so here's how I would present that to the employer. Okay. Would be to say, uh, at this time, I feel that another opportunity that uh, I have is the best fit for me at this time. Yes, at this time. So that That's a good way, thing. that way you got it all. You got the timing. Yeah, and the gut right. feeling. It's Wait, all just say one, it one more time from the top. All right. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't even reproduce <laughs> it. Me neither. Uh, I this? appreciate. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. However, I feel that another, you know, another. <laughs> I, I have another opportunity that I feel would be in my best interest at this time. 
No, you didn't say the better fit thing. Yeah, better fit, best interest. Okay. At this current moment, I just have an opportunity that I feel would be a better fit. Yeah. Uh, and just letting them know, like, you don't need to hide me. Yeah, I don't have other opportunities. I'm just Yeah, you can be honest. You have other opportunities. They all know you're looking. Yeah. Uh, everyone, especially when you're graduating school, everyone's looking for jobs at the same exact time. Well, so for my example, they actually had asked me when I said, I, like, I, I, at this moment, I would like to pursue something. Okay, so let me run through you again what I said. So I said, I gave them a call, ring, ring, how's it go, and some small talk. And they were like, what's up? And then I said... Um, I just wanted to let you know I really appreciate, you know, all the thought and effort that you've put into this. I really value our relationship, and I learned so much while I was with you. Um, I was thinking about it a lot recently, and I have decided to pursue another opportunity. At the current moment, I just feel like this will be a better fit, but I want to let you know I really appreciate everything that you've done for me, and I I would love to, you know, uh, still chat and keep up with each other, and I look forward to seeing everything that you do. Um, and then at one point, I think someone in the past has asked me, like, 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 oh, like, what happened or why or something like that. And, you know, rather than lying and saying, like, oh, they offered me a better salary or they offered me better benefits or whatever. I mean, you could say that if that's genuinely what you thought. Um, but for me, it wasn't about that. So then for me, I just said, you know, I wish I could tell you a, a more tangible reasoning, but I just have a gut feeling that this is an opportunity. You that said I'm you had a gut feeling? Yeah, I actually did. Uh... Well, because they asked me to be honest, and we had that kind of relationship where we, we, we can yeah. be honest with each other. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I think that's that, that's what made it hard for me to turn down this opportunity is because I was like, oh, this could be something really good. So then, yeah, when they asked me, I said, you know, the whole gut feeling thing. I was like, I, I wish I could tell you a different answer, but... Currently, it's just this gut feeling. And they seem to really appreciate that because obviously I wasn't sugarcoating it. And so they said, I totally get it. Um, if you ever need, like the door is always open and I appreciate that. And I feel like it was a really good, honest moment of us both like seeing each other. And I think that's the whole thing is you just want to make sure it's honest and transparent. You don't need to be too detailed about like, oh, this is why I have this. Or, like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think just saying timing and, you know, even as going as elaborate as I did is enough. So something else that I think is really important, this is very like 2023 to keep in mind. So let's say that you and this person that you're doing the professional breaking up with or whatever, let's say that you guys follow each other on social media. And during your time when you were, you know, chatting with them and stuff that you really hyped them up on social media, you really supported them and messaged them. Um, I think it's just really important to continue that positive, supportive energy, even if you aren't pursuing an opportunity with them, because, well, one, it's just good to be supportive of people that you want to support. But also, too, you just want to make sure that it doesn't seem like you were too opportunistic in the moment. Like, people can really sense an energy if someone, like, is always there for them and then suddenly ghosts. And I think it just makes you look really bad if it shows, like, oh, so you only support me when you want something from me. But then the second you decide you don't want my opportunity or you don't want to work with me, then you just, like, ghost me. So I think it's just really good to stay consistent and, like, genuine with your social media interactions. That's, I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to use your social media. You know, like, use your social media however you want want but I just think that that's a very clear thing that makes a difference to me if I was on the employer's end and I ended up like you know not doing something with someone but then they still show their support I would really appreciate that and be like wow like I I hope good things happen to them I hope that we continue to chat I think like that's the most important part of like being professional and you know leaving things off on a good end is just making sure that um, you stay as consistent and congruent to like who you are as possible definitely yeah. And I think I want to circle back to the whole worrying that you're going to upset the person mm -hmm. or disappoint them. I think that's something that a lot of us that are hardworking healthcare folk mm. uh, are really, we really don't want to disappoint 
Yeah, and we also are people pleasers. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like a lot of people pleasers. I'm sure we got a lot of people pleasers uh, in the Pinter crew. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, like what Connie said is correct that you don't want to agree to something and then you know be in a situation where you're not giving your all and they kind of regret hiring you down the road like they can feel that yeah and I think it's just important to know that they're it's probably not their first go around hiring someone unless Mm. they're pretty fresh out of school so true so they've been through that they probably have thick skin as the employer uh they're and they're in the power position they're the one offering something to you and you uh, are fortunate enough to have the opportunity to decline because you have other opportunities mm-hmm. so just knowing that it's it's probably not going to bother them they might be disappointed because you might have been the best candidate for them to hire at the time yeah like maybe they were excited but to they have might, you they might have someone waiting in the wings there could be three or four people they have lined up so mm-hmm. to them, it's not really going to change their life at all. Yeah. As special as each and every one of you are. <laughs> and as special as we think we are. <laughs> uh, and as special as we think we are. Uh, it's You're not going to be missed. Yeah. And especially if it wasn't going to be the right fit, it's not a big deal to kind of let someone down. It's a lot better than ghosting someone kind of ignoring it yeah and even i would say i would never recommend ghosting i would say that these interactions when you're a uh you know dental associate looking for a job especially at like a small practice which is kind of what you did yeah these are going to be very intimate conversations a lot of times you might just be applying to to a corporation but if you got through the interview stage and you met uh you know like a manager kind of supervisor that you would have been working directly with making sure that you should be reaching out to that person that took the time to interview you and get to know you that yep. you know, was hoping that you found might join you. their team. I think the whole thing is you just have to really appreciate, especially like in this like job climate where it's so hard to get a job, like just really show your appreciation because like truly like nothing is really owed to you. And so to show your appreciation for like everything they've done for you and to politely and respectfully decline something i think that says more about who you are as a person than who you are when you accept things and when everything goes right right like i think there's certain kind of like career reputation defining moments and like it says more about what kind of a person you are if you can honestly and transparently and respectfully leave a situation than you know the alternative right like it's these times that we really show like who we are and so i think having that taking the time to give that personalized phone call taking that time to give an honest uh feedback and stuff that's like stuff that makes a big difference because employers can totally tell like it's it's just such a bad look to be like well to one to ghost i cannot believe that happens but like i hear all the time like people when they're interviewing people they just go if they don't show up to their interview and that just like flabbergasts me because i'm like how could you do that to someone but i don't know sometimes Um, employers ghost too yeah i just i don't understand that at all and if if that ever happens just to you like if you're ever ghosted by someone or something just take it as like a blessing because that is not someone that you would want to work with anyways um but yeah i think above that even just like i feel like like what jimmy said earlier like just texting kind of leaves too much room for interpretation and it's kind of almost like the easy way out and i feel like a lot of times taking the harder route shows more like genuine good things about you than just taking the easy way yeah because i think that's going to keep that door open later if you need it totally uh, and you never know and some of the times like yeah like it might be if there's a ton of red flags and everything then it doesn't like you know the, the the door if the door's open it's fine obviously you're not doesn't gonna really go take that anything. door later yeah but you can at least uh 
you know, be honest to an extent. Don't be so honest that you're like, yo, a lot of red flags here. <laughs> yeah, don't. Um, that's the that's the message of the story is be honest in the best way that you can, but not too honest. Which is kind of unfortunate because a little bit of feedback could really go a long way. Um, I guess. But also it's like, are you the right person to be giving the feedback? I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, I guess it depends. I think that's. I think that's a little more tempting to do when you're leaving a position you've already Long been term. at. Long term, sure, sure, um, yeah. Because I feel like there's, you know, maybe feedback that I I could have given. This is so funny. So I think that my phone accidentally started auto-typing words that I was saying into my notes when I wrote down my notes. Look, this is what I said. Chief complaint is, and then this is where my phone started auto-writing. Chief complaint is, Jason Hoyt is my chief complaints. Did you do like you can paint to do contentious my chicken plate? This by copyright, we do not sound similar enough to know. Oh, remember when you were saying the song? You must have been singing I must song, have been like saying and it, it. And it really yeah. mistranslated what you were. Uh... Oh, that makes sense. Why are there so many do's? Because I was yeah. like, do, 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 do. It's like, do you? Like... <laughs> Uh, yeah your phone's not a great scribe uh anyways i think that's all we got it was do chief complaints do 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 can't touch this anyways so glad that you figured that out okay if you guys enjoyed what you heard please leave a rating and review on apple podcast you guys we need some more reviews baby we need some things that i can read to jimmy um he would really appreciate them as his nighttime story help me go to sleep yes read him a rating not in a boring way just in a like i i can rest i can rest easy easy. knowing that people are are enjoying this pod yeah so anyways leave a rating and review on apple podcast and spotify and we will see you guys next time Bye. bye